The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM, Fight Nation, Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Bully Ray and I break down part two of the WWE Superstar Shakeup. Roman Reigns moves over from Raw and immediately declares himself the top dog on SmackDown. We discuss how his presence could overshadow WWE champion Kofi Kingston. Plus, a full recap of everyone now on SmackDown and Luke Harper asks for his release from the WWE. I want Kofi Kingston to be the face of this show. So when you present him in the way that they presented him last night, it makes me think, Bully, that he's not going to be the champion by the time we get the Fox. If they want a more sports-oriented program, and that's the way you're presenting your champion, I don't want it to be Roman Reigns, Bully. I don't want it to be Brock Lesnar. I want it to be Kofi Kingston. Again, make that moment at WrestleMania 35 significant. How do you make it significant? By saying that this guy is your champion moving forward. That's how you make that championship moment significant. Because if it's just going to be a guy that's a transitional champion and you're moving it to over to Brock or Roman, then you know what? In the course of time, what you saw at WrestleMania 35 is not going to be memorable. Yeah, I think this is real short-term stuff, though, Dave. I think the Fox deal is so far away. You're worrying about what's going to happen, Fox, and we're two weeks outside of WrestleMania. Overall, I understand your point. But it's still too far away. Uh, I think we're. I think last night could. Uh, they probably look at it as a transitional show. They needed to do something that, uh, that, with entertainment always being the first thing on their list. I think your first challenger for Kofi could wind up being Kevin Owens. If we see Kevin kind of filling in for Big E moving forward, I could see Kevin Owens turning on Kofi Kingston. And if we get Kofi, Kevin Owens in the short term, how do you feel about that as a match or a story? Yeah, I, I, if, if that's the route they're going, get there. I mean, I, I, I like it. You know, but I, don't, I don't think but, they're worrying right now about their about the the Fox stipulation on we want you know at you know uh, real athleticism or you know uh, they want it to cross over and be more of a more sport than entertainment. I don't think you're going to get that right now. I think you're going to get that leading up to the 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 Fox uh, debut. And it's funny because you look at it; it's less than six months away. You look at it as, hey, that's a lot of time. I kind of look at it as. It's not really. Like I look at that as like you're talking about just off coming off SummerSlam. I mean, this is the you know October is when they make that move to Fox. Yeah, I, but I, what? But what if it's SummerSlam? You get the championship put on that you know athlete. Not that Kofi's not an athlete. You get my point. What if it goes on to somebody that Fox is comfortable with as having their champion? Like this is this is the vision we had. 
And you know what? We're looking at it in two different ways. Because the way you're looking at it, Bully, is I'm scared that's the way the WWE is looking at it. I, I have a feeling that the WWE is looking at, hey, we got six months before we, we put that championship title on a Brock Lesnar or a Roman Reigns. And I'm looking at it, you have six months to build up Kofi Kingston as the guy that could be the face of your, uh, the face of your show. That, that's you, kind of how but, I'm looking at it. Do you think that they're going to build Kofi to be the face of SmackDown going into the Fox deal? Well, judging you, from what I saw last night, the answer is probably no. It, despite the fact that we know that Kofi has done a great job, is he the champion that Fox and the WWE is going to want when 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 SmackDown Live debuts on on Fox, you know what, or, or are they going to want more of a Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar uh, type of uh, competitor? You know what, bully? That's an excellent question for the busted open nation. Eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three eight seven seven fight ninety three. After judging from last night, and again, you know what, you could say it's one show, but it's ten days after WrestleMania. After watching last night, and I think Bully's question's a good one. Is Kofi Kingston going to be your champion when they go to national TV on Fox on a major network? Or is it going to be a transitional champion until Brock either comes back or they build up Roman Reigns a little bit more to put that title around them? The Busted Open Podcast. Coming off the heels of that amazing reaction at MetLife Stadium for Kofi winning that championship title. And it should be Kofi Kingston's show. But the show ends with Roman Reigns knocking down Vince McMahon and him announcing that he owns SmackDown Live. I, I we've come, we've always learned to believe it's the champion show. Not true. Give me. All right. Let totally me hear disagree. It. Let me hear it. AJ Styles has been the champion on SmackDown. Was he the biggest star on SmackDown? I, I would say yes on Sma on SmackDown what, what was when a we've had many discussions about AJ being on pay per views as the champion and matches going on after him. Hundred percent. Okay, 100%. so just because you're the champion does not believe that does not mean that the WWE perceives you as the biggest star. Yes, Kofi Kingston is the SmackDown champion, but uh, as of last night. Roman Reigns is now the biggest star on SmackDown. What's the la the they want you to believe the last thing you see. The only thing people remember is the last thing that they see. And the last thing we saw last night is Roman Reigns Superman punching Vince McMahon and saying, "This is my yard." Who's the biggest star on SmackDown? Right now it's Roman Reigns. And it's going to be Roman Reigns moving forward. Because Roman Reigns is going to be the guy that they position for the eventual move onto Fox. And that's and and that's the problem I have, Bull. You okay. hit the nail right on the head. Okay, so I want you to listen to something. I, before we go to the phones, I, I want to read a, a, a tweet that came in from one sure. of the Nation members. Now, I want you to tell me if you, when you hear this, is this guy just being a dick or is this brutal honesty? Okay. Right? This comes in from Ross45. He says, Kofi is just a transitional champion. He is only champion to please the fans for now. The chase is over and crowd is cooling off on Kofi like they are on Becky. Not my words, Ross 45's words. What do you think? Um, 
I, I'm going to disagree with that because I'm still riding high on the wave of what happened at WrestleMania 35. Are you riding high because you're hopeful or are you riding high because what you're actually seeing and hearing with your eyes and ears? Well, you know what? Bully perception is reality. When Kofi Kingston came out on SmackDown Live last week, the reaction he got was deafening. But I think if you have Kofi in a position like he was last night and you continue to do that, do I think he's going to get cooled off? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're presenting... you Because what you just said, boy, is 100% correct. Coming out of that show last night, they presented Roman Reigns at that. This is his show. He's a face. He's not a heel. He came on the air at the end of that show. First of all, he knocked out a 72-year-old man. And then he took the microphone. He said, this is my show now. So, yes, coming out of that show, you're going to perceive Roman Reigns as the biggest star. Your champion who, in my opinion, should be the biggest star, opened the show putting somebody else over. That, I mean, that's what I saw last night, Bully. With Roman on SmackDown, are we to believe or hope that Kofi will get any higher up than they allowed AJ to get? Oh, boy. I mean... <sighs> I'm, hey, man, I'm just trying to be as honest as possible here. I think I'm asking some legitimate you're questions. You're damn right you are. <laughs> your, your honesty is killing me. Your honesty is cutting me like a knife. Because what you're saying, judging from what we saw yesterday, this is freaking Roman Reigns, people, okay? This is the guy that they've been trying to put over to the moon for forever. And now he's on SmackDown, and our champion, the guy that we were behind, the guy that we believed in and captured the title at WrestleMania 35, was presented like just another guy last night. Now, you could say, LaGreca, you're crazy. It's one show. Get over it. Move on. But that was Roman Reigns that I saw at the end of that show. And I know how much the WWE loves Roman Reigns. And the guy said, it's my show now. And if you want to compare apples to apples with Kofi Kingston and his his interaction with Vince McMahon and Roman Reigns and his interaction with Vince McMahon, leading up to WrestleMania, Kofi Kingston stood up to Vince McMahon. Coming out of WrestleMania, Roman Reigns knocked out Vince McMahon. Yes, big difference. So you tell me who's the bigger star. It's almost... Again, this is where I'm nervous and I'm scared. Because I thought we turned the page after WrestleMania 35, Bully. You you know, the moment that we thought Becky was going to get at WrestleMania 35, that was Kofi's moment. You had 83,000 fans on their feet. I mean, I was there. I was amongst that crowd. That was one of the greatest emotional reactions that I have ever been a part of for a pro wrestling event. Honest to God, you're going to have to go back decades that I felt the way that I did at WrestleMania 35. And then we see him opening up the show last night with Kevin Owens, and we see Roman Reigns ending the show, knocking out Vince McMahon and declaring that SmackDown is his yard now. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not shocked at all. I've seen it happen before in the WWE. 
Your star, your biggest star does not have to be your world champion, although I think your biggest star will be your world champion heading into Fox, if not winning the championship on SmackDown Live's debut on Fox. Yeah, because, Bully, what you're preaching right now is honest to God the truth. I just read from Forbes magazine from last year when this deal was sealed that they wanted to be more of a sports-oriented product. You know, less of the joking and the fooling around and more sports-oriented because they want to promote this on the baseball and football platforms on Fox. Makes perfect sense to me. And actually, when we first talked about it, it got us excited. So wait, hold on. Just stop right there. They want to present this on the baseball and football platforms on Fox. Can they present Kofi Kingston as the world champion with the pancakes and the new day. Can they do that? Can I, they make that work? I don't think they can. I, I think that could be part of his personality and part of his character. But I think that Kofi, and that's why last night scared me, Bully. All right? You could say that I'm overreacting. But the reason last night scared me, because that should have been the first step in showing him as a cre- credible athlete and a credible champion. And you didn't do that. You had the opportunity to do it. Big E's out. So instead of, hey, you know what? We're going to showcase and we're going to focus on Kofi Kingston and show him what a credible athlete he is and what a credible champion that he should be presented as. They recruited a third member of the New Day and made it Kevin Owens and made it about Kevin Owens because he was in front of his hometown crowd. Who cares? This isn't a house show for crying out loud. You're doing a house show at Montreal and you want to make Kevin Owens to focus? Fine. You're making Kevin Owens the focus on SmackDown Live when you got a superstar shakeup and you're only days away from WrestleMania 35? I'm sorry, but that's a joke. That was a joke what I saw last night. A joke. And you're absolutely right, Bully. The guy that they're pointing as as the face of this show is Roman Reigns. And if you don't believe it, watch the last two minutes of that show last night. How long before you think the backlash starts again? There was no backlash last night on Roman, and we talked on the show yesterday about how if Roman comes out at the end of the night, I know we fantasy booked a little bit yesterday, but we we, we kind of knew it was going to be Roman. We talked about what's going to happen if Roman comes out, and are the Boo Birds going to be there? Now, WWE obviously knew that there was a good chance that that was going to happen. That's why they put Vince in the ring. Because with Vince in the ring, it's basically a guarantee that when Roman comes out and punches him, the place is going to pop. Vince is the ultimate heel, is the heel of all heels. He is the Palpatine of, of wrestling heels. So what they did last night to, to, to insulate Roman from the Boo Birds, especially in a city like Montreal, that can turn on you in a heartbeat. They did a good job. But they also told you last night, this is our guy. You know how they told you this is our guy? Because they told that guy to say, this is my yard. Oh, boy. Roman, the Roman Reigns uh, trajectory on SmackDown is going to be much like the Roman Reigns trajectory on Raw. I'm just wondering if people are going to go back to hating him just for the sake of hating him. Well, they put him in the perfect position last night, and Roman Reigns tweeted this out after SmackDown Live last night. 
He said, new yard, same rules. My rules. Hashtag big dog on blue. Hashtag SD live. Kofi retweeted with the hmm emoji. That's the best way I could describe it. The hmm emoji. Oh, boy. The Busted Open Podcast. We do have to go over quickly, Bully. What we saw over the last 48 hours with the Superstar shakeup and especially those moving to SmackDown from Raw because it's a pretty big roster. Now, most of it wasn't announced on SmackDown. Most of it came off of WWE.com, but some significant names moving over to the red brand, to the blue show. Okay, what do we got? So we got your intercontinental champion, Finn Balor, the war goddess herself, Ember Moon, Bailey, Elias, the big dog, Roman Reigns, Liv Morgan, which now means the Riot Squad is broken up. Mickey James, Chad Gable, which means Rude and Gable are now broken up. And Apollo Crews. Okay. I would, looking at it, and again, things can change, because obviously we're six months away from the move to Fox. I would say that Raw got the better of the superstar shakeup over SmackDown. Really? Yes. <clears throat> I looked at it as pretty much even Steven on this one. Interesting. Also, I got I to gotta throw this out there. From 205 Live, Buddy Murphy, and from NXT, Heavy Machinery, Kari Sane, as we talked about. And then we thought out of Monday, Lars Sullivan was a part of Raw, but Lars Sullivan is a part of SmackDown. They're, they got a lot of tag teams right now. Yeah, they really do. They they have a lot of tag teams that, and my concern is that a lot of these tag teams are just not going to wind up doing not too much because they never really put the focus on you know tag team wrestling. I mean, obviously with Black and and uh, Ricochet, they're going to be the standout mm-hmm. you know young tag team moving forward. I think War Machine can definitely be something special. I think when if AOP ever gets back in the mix, you'll get AOP and War Machine. Didn't they do some good business down in uh, NXT? Yeah, they did. So I'd love to see them put a lot more focus on the tag team division. So I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking over, over, and and you know, like like you said, as a as a tag team wrestler, you know, you got to be excited, and maybe this means there is going to be a push of tag team wrestling. Maybe this is, you know, maybe we are going back to the days where a tag team match could be the main event. Nope. Ain't happening, kid. Ain't happening. Sorry to burst your bubble. I'd I'd be doing backflips, and I can't do backflips if a tag team championship match main event at a pay-per-view. And you tell me the Hardys and the Usos can't do that? Shit. (laughs) I mean, they can. I mean, you know, the Hardys and the Usos, especially if they have one hell of a story going in, that's a match that could that could main event a pay-per-view. You know, th- th- this has been one of my, my problems, and I don't have many problems with the WWE, but one of the things is this. I don't care how old you are. I care how over you are. Makes I don't care sense. that the, I don't, I don't care how old, I don't care that the Hardys are over 40. They look great, and they're over. They're the most over-tag team in the WWE. But we won't, we won't run with them hard. Yes, I know that they're champions. Let's run with them hard. They're a great tag team with a great history. Hardys and Usos has money written all over it. Am I, am I speaking out of my ass no, here? No, no, I, I, I agree with you. And you know what? Like, 
doesn't it feel, and we get these complaints all the time, Bully, and I'm just talking about the busted open years, the last 10 years, it doesn't feel like the WWE takes a lot of chances. So it sounds like they'd be taking a chance with a, a tag team main event picture, but it, it really wasn't that long ago that we did have that. You would know better than anybody. You know what I'm saying? But it just feels like the WWE now, especially with the roster they have, it might be time for this company to start taking some chances. I think it's good for all wrestling companies to take chances. Uh, a lot of wrestling companies, you know, they live within their comfort zone, and it's always good. Um, you know, um, okay, so if you look at the WWE, um, they're all about entertainment. Well, give me some serious wrestling, you know? Why can't we have a best of seven between the Hardys and the Usos that culminates in a ladder match? Like, what's wrong with that? I love it. Okay, let it, let it, let's, let's have some serious wrestling that revolves around the credibility of the championships. And the entire story is, I want to be the champion. No, I want to be the champion. If you look at that in the history of the WWE, the story is never really about the drive for the championship. Yeah, <clears throat> when we get to the universal championship level, we kind of get hints of that. But we don't ever get storylines within the WWE like the chase for that championship in the NWA back in the day, do we? No. I mean, correct. I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong. But but th that that could be a great outside-of-the-box story for the WWE. I, I, why not, Bully? I, I think it's time. And then you mix it in with that, you know, Fox wants SmackDown to be a little bit more credible and a little bit more sports-oriented. Take advantage of that. Take it also, you know what, Bully? Take advantage of the landscape of pro wrestling right now. And the fact that you are going to have a little bit of competition here. I mean, I, I, you know, playing it safe just hasn't worked for the WWE. Have they been able That's to... That's not true, Dave. Well, let me finish. Have they been able to maintain? Yes. But I would like to see some growth. I would like 80, to see 83, some 83,000 seats. <sighs> okay. Two years ago, it was 100,000 seats. Last year, it was 75,000 seats. This year, it was 83,000 seats. All right, but let me ask and, you And this, Fox handed him a check for a billion dollars. I get it, Bully, but... No, 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 no. Don't shoot me down when I'm giving you facts. How much more facts. growth do you want? Bully, but how many, how, many, how many fans do we talk to and how many people left, you know, MetLife Stadium satisfied? I mean... Uh, I, I think a lot of... I think if it, I think if it wasn't for the time of the show... People would have walked out of there elated. I, I agree, but but you did have the time of the show, and you did have a seven and a half okay, hour show. But talking about the length of the show has nothing to do with the actual quality of the show. The the stuff that we got in ring, we really liked. No, but, but do we get a quality product week in and week out with Raw and SmackDown? The answer is no, because it's nearly impossible to knock it out of the park every single week. But I'm not asking for a home run. Listen, you just said you're looking for growth. I just gave you numbers for the past three WrestleManias and the Fox deal. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna, let, me, let me go on the stock for a second. Okay. okay. The stock is up to $97. That's not growth? That's growth. I mean, hard to come, it's hard now, to argue if you these want, numbers. If you, if you want to talk about giving us an in-ring product and in-ring stories that we that we might like a little more and enjoy a little more, you got to remember, Dave. It's going to be hard to make fans like you 
and me really happy. We come from a different era of pro wrestling. They must be making their current fans happy. Why do 83,000 people decide to buy tickets to WrestleMania? Why does Fox decide to give Vince a billion dollars for, you know, for their show, for SmackDown Live? So whenever everybody says WWE is either not growing or they suck or they're this or they're that, well, the numbers tell us completely different. It's, 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 that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean I love the in-ring product all the time. You know what, Bully? It's hard for me to argue with the bottom line and the, and the numbers that you threw out there are concrete and, and it's hard for me to argue. And it's amazing. God, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's amazing they've been able to do it sometimes with the product that they've thrown out there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Do I hate it? No, absolutely not. Do I love it? Yes, of course. I'm a pro wrestling fan. It's in my DNA. But I, I just find myself times frustrated, and I guess because this is a daily show, and after what I wa- watched last night, I got to admit I'm a little frustrated. Dave, it's a vicious circle in pro wrestling, and it always been. Okay, let's just take Monday nights. Mm-hmm. The one night in wrestling that we can all say is probably the biggest night of wrestling. Yes. Okay? We tune into Raw. We watch Raw. We complain about Raw. We get pissed off about Raw. We get over it, and then we watch Raw again. And that's what, that's what goes on. We sit here. We talk about it. We discuss it. We're always saying, well, why don't they do this? And why can't they do this? And why can't they push this person this way? And these are all legitimate conversations. There are plenty of fans that are unhappy with a product, not just the WWE. Fans are always unhappy with what they're getting. They don't stop watching, especially with the WWE. Nobody's stopping to watch. Nobody's not going to their shows. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the SiriusXM app. I get home from our show yesterday and I see this tweet from Luke Harper. Now, Luke Harper, we talked about bully, not a part of WrestleMania 35, though he was healthy, but he had his WrestleMania experience with a match at Access in Brooklyn WrestleMania weekend. And he tweeted this out yesterday. As of this evening, I have requested a release from the WWE. The past six years have been a simply amazing journey around the world and back with lifelong friends and family. I am proud of it all and proud to say I shared the ring with my coworkers. This decision, as difficult as it was, feels right for myself and the WWE. My goal in the future is to continue to grow as a performer and person and continue to make my family proud. Thank you from the top to the bottom of WWE. Thank you to the fans for your undying support. Thank you, everyone. Interesting tweet because... Luke Harper is making it clear he's not going away. He He's going to continue to be a performer and excel at being a performer, but it's obvious his time with the WWE is done. If you're a guy like Luke Harper and you were part of the Wyatt family mm-hmm. and you were on top of the world, I mean, the Wyatt family and the Shield had some amazing matches. Um, if you experienced the success that they experienced... And then him and Rowan got put together. They were had some mild success as a team. 
and then you get injured and you sit home. And when you get injured, all you can think about is making your comeback. And every day you're working hard and you're in a positive frame of mind and you just want to get back in the mix. You want to get back on the show. Where do I fit? What can I do? And your mind is racing. Well, I can do this. I can work with this guy. I can be in this storyline. I can help this person out. <clears throat> and then you get cleared and you are ready to go. When, the, when the, the doctor finally tells you that you're cleared, it's like Christmas morning. And you're ready to just put the pedal to the metal and then they have nothing for you. Yeah. And then there's nothing going on. Now, having nothing for you and nothing going on is something that everybody has to deal with at any particular moment in time. Because maybe when when Harper was ready to come back, there wasn't a spot. Because he came back right around, right before WrestleMania, right? Yeah. I mean, he was cleared. Not, you know, obviously every story is in full swing when he when he got cleared to come back. Yeah, so by the time you get back, it's kind of going to kind of be hard to put you in a spot right there. But coming out of WrestleMania is the perfect time to be reintroduced. I guess they had no plans for him. I guess they had nothing going on. I guess having to work that NXT match at Access didn't sit well with him, although he did release a tweet saying that he was going to give it all and give it his best. Maybe he's just reading the writing on the wall. And I commend him for being able to look at himself in the mirror and go, despite the fact that there is so much uncertainty in the wrestling business, because you don't know where you're going to go. You don't know who's going to pick you up. You don't know if you're going to fit in or be successful anywhere else. He's willing to walk away. And that's what you have to do if you're unhappy. And it's not just about pro wrestling. It's about any type of job in life. If you don't feel it's fulfilling, you got to go. And let me tell you something. They're probably throwing some money at him like they are everybody else because they don't want the perception of their talents leaving. They don't want the perception of their talents being unhappy. Been talking about it for a long time now, Dave. Cracks in the wall. Is Luke Harkaber a major crack? Probably not. Is he a minor crack? Absolutely. But sometimes minor cracks turn into the whole wall coming down. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's 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 now, I would think, some cracks at the foundation as well. And Bully, here's the thing about Luke Harper, and I said this when the Wyatt family debuted. I was like, man, Luke Harper's going to be the guy that, in my opinion, is the one that's going to flourish out of this whole thing. When this breaks up, and ultimately all these factions do, Luke Harper is going to be the guy. And that just never happened. It just never transpired. And he was never, ever able to get his legs once the Wyatt family broke up. And let's face it, Bully, that was a long time ago. In, 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 in the timeline of the WWE, that was a long time ago. So it wasn't like he was sidelined by injury. He wasn't really being used before that injury. So the fact coming out of this injury where he can have like a bit of a rebirth they just decided not to use him, and they had nothing for him. And like you said, he probably saw the writing on the wall and said, you know what, I have options, it's time for me to go. Every single one of the wrestlers um, looks at Luke Harper as a, a great performer, a great worker, a ring general, and a guy that's got a good mind. I don't think you'd find anybody that could speak poorly about him as far as his performance. And, I, and I'm telling you from firsthand experience, that I really enjoyed working with him. Good worker, strong worker, smart guy. When I mean, we were when when me and Devon went back, we had three specific goals handed to us: the New Day, the Wyatts, and the Usos. 
and and being in the ring with him from a physicality point of view, from a uh, from a brains point of view, being smart about the business, knowing how to structure things. The guy is really good. So if you know that you're that good, when you know you have something to bring to the table and then you're they're just doing nothing with you, you feel like you're wasting away. You feel like you're wasting away physically, but even worse, you feel like you're wasting away mentally. And we only got so many bumps on our bump card and we only have so much time in the business. And every day that goes by, you get one day closer to retirement. You want to maximize your potential. You want to make money. You want to have fun. You want to do something. And if they ain't doing nothing with you, I'm sure there's companies like Ring of Honor who would be more than happy to have a guy like that. Yeah, and he's somebody that if I'm Ring of Honor or AEW, I'm, I'm trying to grab him and get him to be a part of the company because I do think he's a, he's, he's a talent. And, and we said this with Cody. You know, betting on yourself. It seems now there's a lot of other wrestlers, Bully, that aren't going to just look at the paycheck and they're going to bet on themselves, and it, it's it's worked. There's a little bit of a track record here, and 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 I wish Luke Harper the best. I really do. Uh, uh, ditto, great guy, great worker, you know. And I'm sure it's hard for him to sit back and watch Rowan in his position. You know, Harper and Rowan were synonymous. Yep. Rowan Rowan stand side by side with Daniel Bryan. He's got a good. He's got a good spot. He's not doing a lot, but he's still got a good spot. He was still at WrestleMania. I mean, and Ru- Luke was Ru- on WrestleMania, but he was in the 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 pre-show battle royal and was eliminated early. So, and 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 that actually slipped my mind too. That could be another thing. It's like, all right, can I can I at least get to the end of the battle royal? Can can I get a little bit of shine here? And I and I and it's significant in a way because when I was watching that battle royal. Just watching EC3 being one of the first guys eliminated and watching him take that long walk from the ring to the backstage area and and the things that must have been going through his head while he was taking that walk. Listen, I don't agree with what's going on with EC3, but I can understand why he was eliminated so quickly. Right now, he's not being positioned as anybody. But Luke Harper has a history. There's no, they built up to that Harper and Braun Strowman moment in early in that battle royal. They could have saved it for much later. You could have, you could have put a little bit of steam on Harper. You could have featured him a little bit. You could have let him have a couple of eliminations. And then you could have built to that moment with Harper and Braun deeper into the battle royal when there weren't so many people around and it wouldn't have got lost in the sauce. Yeah. You could have given him some, but, and I'm sure it's something like that also that just builds up and builds up. And listen, it's time to walk away. Some people have the guts to do it. I had to walk away because I, I, I couldn't do the Dudley thing anymore. And, and I commend anybody who has the strength and courage to walk away. There's a lot of wrestling out there. He'll find a spot. He's too talented. You know, the old cream always rises to the top. He will find a home. He's too damn good in the ring. He has too much to bring to the table. Thanks for listening. Catch us weekdays on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal 
and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.